Good evening, everybody. This is Aquana, and welcome to my podcast, Catch Up with Aquana. Now, on this episode, there are a lot of things that I can talk about throughout this whole segment, but I'm only picking the top five things that I feel that is majority important from my point of view and giving you guys information about it. Now, if you like listen to this podcast or if you feel like you want to know a little bit more or you can give me ideas, I do have social media sites, social media pages. I have a Twitter I am on Twitter. My Twitter username is AOVRT1, AOVRT1, and that's on Twitter. And I am also on Instagram, which is my name, Aquana O, like Jackie O. Hopefully, y'all can get the memo on that. Anywho, I am on Anchor by Spotify, Google Podcasts, Acast, iHeartRadio, which I am waiting for a 24-hour response, Spotify, and TuneIn. Now, I can't give you an exact date to as when I will be posting, but just know that once it's been uploaded and you get any information about my new podcast episodes being uploaded, it will directly let you know by the sites that I have. If you would like to donate to help me with my podcast and to continue doing it by so, you can start the donations on Anchor by Spotify and ACAS. I will give you further details and information about the podcast and so forth. But let's get on to the segment of what is going on this week. Now, from my last podcast, I've told you guys that I am studying in computer programming, which is something dealing with uh, building your own website, apps, video games, and a whole lot more. And I never get a chance to even read the news, uh, look at the news, or even take a swift look at it. But when I don't have too much of my time and my... um, precious moment being wasted I normally take the time to catch up on what I've missed out due to the fact that I am a mom and I have to make sure that my son's education comes first before anything now there has been some stuff that I've read and boy it's it's you know it's it's one of those things that I myself can say it's whoa now the first segment that i want to talk about is a well-known comedian throughout the community of comedy now he is the og of the comedians and this guy here i remember just one morning i wake my son up this is a side note i wake my son up at six o'clock every morning to get ready for school his bus don't run to 7:20. when my son gets done between 7 15 to 7 25 no later than 7 30 
I, he would sit down and he would watch Wildcrats. Now, this guy play as this villain. I forgot his name. He's gray, tall, skinny, always wear black and have the robots uh, with him. I forgot his name because it just slipped my mind just like that. But I was listening to that voice and I was thinking about this man. And uh, I'll say like a couple of hours later, right? i say between 8 to one o'clock I get my I get a phone not a phone call oh my god I get a notification saying that Gilbert Godfrey had passed away and I was like oh my god like wow but there is more into this as I am going to explain now I will save you time and energy and Google because I've been doing a lot of reading about this man. Even though I've watched him on a couple of series and all, but I dig a little deeper as to what his cause of death is. I'm not a, you know, uh, a autopsy reporter, but it's the disease that he has that is so rare that it hasn't even been looked at it's been overlooked but i would get into deep of that story along with other topics that i have in mind so let's get into the number one topic gil gilbert Gottfried. Now, if you don't know who Gilbert Godfrey is, he is this comedian that has been in so many movies, so many TV series, and done so many voiceovers. He was the popular voiceover of the parrot in the movie Aladdin. Not the one that just been released, but the one that was out during Disney's animation 1990s Aladdin. And he also being featured, he was featured in House Party 3 as the flight attendant, as I remember. I mean, this guy has been, you know, involving himself in so many different TV series and movies and short films. But he really got his big break when he started uh, Saturday Night Live along with Eddie Murphy and other uh, Saturday Night Live alumni back in the 80s. Now, I was born in 88, so I don't too much know about Saturday Night Live, and it wouldn't come to my attention until later on down the line as I got older. So, with that being said, Gilbert Godfrey had passed away April the 12th of this year. Now, the only thing is that for him to pass away at the age that he is, I forgot how old he is, but I know that he is the OG if he'd been around this while, this long, and been working with Eddie Murphy. So, a lot of black comedians, white comedians, Hispanic, and other uh, racial comedians know this guy. But what a lot of people didn't know, and maybe those that was close to him... They started to realize that he's been suffering from a rare disease. Now, I had to Google up this disease, to be quite honest. My brain was back in anatomy mode. Now, I took anatomy, biology, and um, anatomy again, and a couple more other 
classes when it comes to dealing with the human body i'm just fascinated by the human body and how it works so i yeah i'm pretty much of a geek my mind was in medical terminology dictionary moment because the words that i had to look at is ridiculous and it's something that I myself had kind of broke down a little bit, but I'm going to give y'all more details of it. Now, this disease has been studied from an article that was posted on a website back in 1998, which is a shock because you got to think about it. The mid to late 1990s AOL, you know, the slow internet process it was a new thing to uh to us to me because i was a kid when the internet came out and so forth now with this article being written on this site being displayed on this site it hasn't been studied yet talked about a bit more back then and with the technology that we have we can finally you know understand if this disease can be something that we all can look forward to and pay attention to for those that are really concerned about other people's well-being now the disease or illness that he been suffering from for a very long time is called and get ready ventricular tachycardia due to myotonic dysmorphy type 2 what the hell is that and what makes this disease so rare now i'm gonna break it down to you see i had like i said i did some reading i did some googling and i even went into my closet and got my medical terminology book because any prefixes and suffixed words can actually give you a key idea of what the disease is now this ain't no lecture of school this is a podcast but this is a different type of podcast where i break stuff down in my point of view and basically giving you guys a better understanding of what this actually means without even consider of looking it up unless you are that curious and want to know more about it now ventricular tachycardia i have to say it very slow because i can get tongue-tied with these with these words now i'm gonna break down ventricular and myotonic this this trophy uh dystrophy as y'all can see i'm still struggling type two now let's break down the ventricular the ventricular tachycardia is a rapid fast heart rate that comes from the lower chamber of the heart which is the bottom of your heart that pumps the blood to flow now, for a few seconds to a long period of time, including multiple slash shock periods of time, this dangerous episodes of issue can result as a electric storm. That is another term for it. Now, what is an electric storm, you may ask? It can cause chest pain and can result in some serious conditions as heart disease, heart attack, or cardio myopathy i'm gonna say it like that if you know what those words are that means that this man is, has been suffering this 
issue for decades and he will speak about it maybe joke about it but it was something that he himself had kept behind closed door because he doesn't want that to interfere with his comedian lifestyle that this man has been portrayed like this man has no fucks gives when he speaks his opinion about it and that's what made me like him even more now reading of this disease and what he has that is rare makes it even more effectuated that this disease can break a person's spirit down but it didn't break his spirit down now let's continue with this other part now the second part along with this disease is myotonic dystrophy type 2 now that disease says itself it's another way of saying that you're not capable of I'm going to put it like this here say you're trying to sit down relax and chill after a long day of work all of a sudden you cannot relax your muscles for some reason you cannot get your muscles to uh, to cooperate with your brain signal now with this particular illness along with the ventricular tachycardia this right here is a type 2 what makes this type 2 it basically makes it medium to almost severe maybe 63 to 71% severe because you have to use your muscles when you are contracting from exercising lifting hell even thinking but after I read all of this I had to put this together and I just said that this disease is one of those diseases that should have been looking at maybe it would have saved a few people's lives for those that are suffering from this it's just that his death his cause of death of this disease is what puzzled people's mind i'm pretty sure every doctor nurse and and a medical student that is taken um you know a, a certain type of field in the medical field that wants to know more about it especially those that are working in the lab with lab rats like I used to work at Baylor College of Medicine in the medical center and I would see these international uh, foreign students trying to find cure for cancer and other diseases by using lab rats now I'm not saying that I'm looking forward to you know <laughs> to actually use that as a prime example but the point is that this disease right here is something that could have been looked at just like COVID just like HIV just like typhoid just like any other disease that most people find very difficult to even consider looking at and take years of research it's like solving a unsolved mystery that will lead to a dead end all the time but this disease right here doesn't have a dead end with today's technology that we have with the medical researches and people who may or may be in the process of suffering this disease it could actually really put people's minds in perspective when it comes to diseases like 
if you was born with this disease, it could be preventable for you. Now, if this disease hits you between the age of 20 to 30 and still continuing to this fort, that means you really, really should get a second opinion and go to your doctor or physician or get a test done to see if this disease is hereditary is it genetic um how can you deal with this disease but the fact that this guy has been in the industry for years and he never gave up the fact that this disease will put him in a stage of comatosis he kept continuing you know doing comedian stand-ups and being featured in tv shows and movies and doing voiceovers and he was on the uh the comedy central roast for god's sakes he was in the process of filming but due to his health declining i guess it gotten pretty bad as he got old um my condolences goes out to his wife who he been married to for over oh my god it been over 10 years and his two adorable children and those who were close to him um keep your head up and stay positive and stay humble you know as they say when you go to heaven, you don't suffer no more pain as you smile down on those that love and care for you. Now, we are off on that subject. Now, let's get to the second part. Now, for those of you that are a sports fan, I'm going to let y'all into something. I am a football fanatic. I'm not going to lie to you. I am so much of a football fanatic. I am from Mississippi. Football is life in Mississippi. It could be a hood football tournament. It could be mini league football tournaments, elementary, middle, high school, even college. We are there. We also love basketball too. But it's something about football that gets people adrenaline pumping. And baby, that football keeps my adrenaline pumping. I love to watch football, especially the NFL. For those of you that don't know, there is a league called the United States Football League. Now, I never heard of the United States Football League. And I'm not going to lie, I went down the biggest huge rabbit hole ever. I'm like, why haven't they continued with this? So, I did some reading like I normally do. I Google. I read articles about it and people that used to play for the USFL back in the day because if I'm not mistaken I think it has started off in the 60s and then it kind of emerged within the 70s and the 80s and it's just stopped at 1986 now with that being said they are bringing this football back like literally they are li they literally bringing this football uh, back and they have new additions to the football team now i didn't know anything about this like i said because i read a news about this and the houston the city of houston 
has their own USFL league called the Houston Gamblers. And they have a mascot to which people can actually name the mascot. Now, I've seen the mascot. It's a cowboy with a cowboy hat wearing, you know, um, you know, Woody's type of outfit as you could say <laughs> i'm not talking i'm not trying to talk about the uh, <laughs> the mascot or nothing like that but just picture that but in a cowboy uh form of mascot now the man the only thing that made this mascot difference that he has a ace of spade upside down on his cap now when i saw it my theory was to name the mascot Jake the uh Jake Jake Spade from the Ace of Spade in his head. Now, if the USFL or anybody else still that stuff, just know I was the first person that named that Houston mascot Jake Ace because of the Ace of Spade that is on his head for gambling now anyway let me go ahead and continue with the usfl and the new edition of the football teams that is part of this ufl now i am an 80s baby i've been watching football ever since i was a kid you know and when i was growing up i grew up in the house with my grandparents my grandparents raised me since i was a baby like a baby baby so i would watch football with my uh, with my grandmother's husband who she'd been married to for over a decade or so and been part of my life ever since i was born and he would watch football i would sit there and watch football now if there's no football i will watch wrestling Yes, I am a wrestling fanatic, WWF, WCW, SmackDown, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, DX. I mean, I can go on with the old school, but right now I'm talking about football. Now, I noticed when they had their rules, they were talking about the rules of the game. Now, I can't depict or speak up on the rules of the game because it is so long and I don't want to be rambling my mouth about it but I will get on to that because I will be watching their first uh, season of the USFL league I forgot who is playing due to the fact that I had class and studying and I was trying to put that first and leave the football thing along on the side but I can tell you you know the fact that they are bringing this game back this is one of the OGs of football league and I feel like they should have kept playing but I guess it has to be involved with money investment and a whole lot more that's what I'm starting to thinking now the new addition of the of the US FL leagues now I have my phone but I'm not even worrying about it so I had my phone earlier I'm not even gonna look for it no more but Vince McMahon had brought out XFL in the 2000s now I remember that it was something new that I myself 
felt like this is the new thing of NFL and I would like to watch it and I would watch it all the time until they you know canceled or relapsed or whatever the case may be now when I read the rules of the USFL you can google it up the rules and how they play it's way different than NFL NFL has a lot of rules and regulation it's like picture this NFL is like a prep school you have these opportunities to make a touchdown kick a field going all that but there are rules with that Meanwhile, the USFL is like a public school in a metropolitan city surrounded by God knows what. I'm not saying that anything goes, but it's the entertainment of enjoying a good ass football. I will be watching the first season of the game. Now, I don't know who is playing. Plus, I forgot who is playing, but I can guarantee you this here. Whoever decided to bring this football league back, they should have kept it. They really should have kept it. I mean, I like to watch football. I like to sit down and relax and chill and, you know, smoke and watch football. Who doesn't want to do that? Who doesn't want to do that? And I'm a woman. As a matter of fact, but I will be watching that. They will be, um, they will end up having their first season this Saturday, and it will be this plan on Fox. If you have Fox in your location, make sure you check the time, uh, the time frame of it because I'm in the central. Which means that I'm literally like where Chicago time frame is at. If you stay in the West Coast or the East Coast, make sure you check on Fox Channel or Fox News Network or the app and see what time does the first USFL football game start. And you guys comment on my page or throughout my social media as to what you think about the USFL. Is it way better than NFL and XFL? Or it's kind of the same but with a twist. Just hit me up on my Twitter and Instagram. I will post those questions along with the other sites that I have. And you tell me if you feel that the USFL should have stayed as is and not been... Uh, a pushback or or second option or third option at this point now let's get on to the third segment for today now everybody loves a tattoo i love tattoos i have oh my god i have at least over 10 11 tattoos a majority of them are on my fingers and I have one on my wrist, on my right wrist, which my uh, deceased baby sister name on there. I have one on the back of my neck. I have one on my lower back. I have one on my uh, right leg. And I'm not going to tell y'all where the other one is at. So that's none of your business if to find out where that other tattoo is at. Just know that it is not in the area that you don't expect for it 
but it's not in the uh it's not in the private area let me just say that anyway there is a story that i have been reading on and like i said i love to read i love to read and talk about the topics that i see on my phone and it kind of stays stuck in my head yet plunge me down into a huge ass rabbit hole and <laughs> this one kind of put me in a rabbit hole but at the same time i can pretty much relate to that person that has this particular tattoo and it might be something new for those that are looking to expand the true meaning of beauty now there is this woman overseas i think she's in australia um england um italy i forgot but i know she is in the eastern hemisphere now this woman here decided that she wants to get a tattoo now she doesn't want to get a rose tattoo like everybody else or a paw print tattoo or you know one of those symbol tattoos but kind of different in an aesthetic way or an artistic way or use your body as a canvas way she wants a tattoo that not only signifies her person personality her bubbly personality but signifies her true beauty what kind of beauty i'm talking about I'm talking about freckle tattoos, but this is not just your typical freckle tattoo. This is a rainbow freckle tattoo. And she literally have rainbow freckles on her face. Now, this is a Caucasian woman, a white woman. Now, I don't knock nobody down when it comes to tattoos. It's just that some tattoos is not meant for a person to have. But this lady, she seems to pull this freckle rainbow tattoo the hell off. And I give her, I give her a, a round of applause on that one. Because not too many people can actually pull off the freckle tattoo. Especially if it's rainbow. Now, I've seen people wanting to get freckle tattoos. But come to my understanding, it's like, why would you want to get fake freckles? That's just like me getting freckles. A fake beauty mark all over my body but every beauty mark that you see on my face is actually real I wish I have a camera to just show you guys exactly how much beauty mark how many beauty marks I have on my body it's like connect the dots okay anywho when it comes to rainbow freckles oh my freaking god that is so pretty so beautiful and that lady can keep those rainbow freckle tattoos as long as she live i think rainbow freckle tattoos are only known for those that actually wants to be uniquely different from others and i myself can actually relate to that i can relate to that and the reason why i can relate to that is because I want to get tattoos of certain type of characters on my body. It's kind of like how a pinned up tattoo artist model. <laughs> I'm basically breaking it down for those that really wanted to know. How pinned up girls with badass biker tattoos have. I want those on my body. But I want my tattoos to signify my 
personality and my likes and dislike and points of views of people's lives i'm not saying i'm gonna use my body as a whole canvas but it's some parts on my body where the tattoo characters or some kind of artistical whimsical uh unique uh tattoo of mine is going to be shown but for those that really feel like you want to try something different hey don't knock it until you try it take it from me if people started saying hey you shouldn't be getting this or you shouldn't be getting that that don't look right on you maybe you need to uh slow down a little bit or maybe you need to just you know kind of like uh move around or whatever the case may be how about you just let me be and let me be happy and let me do the things that i want to do as far as getting a tattoo even if it's something big you know this woman doesn't care what anybody say because she has this mind frame to where she's not letting any and everyone tell her not to get this tattoo she got the tattoo god damn it and she got it with so much pride and proudness that is what you call no fucks given i am happy type of uh, mentality right there now for those that got tattoos and felt like people just being so judgmental, take it from me. Fuck them. Now, <laughs> the fourth, the fourth topic, the fourth topic that I am going to talk about at this moment. Because I'm not going to be on here that long for the simple fact that I have way more other things to be doing. But what I can tell you is this, like man people we've seen some crazy ridiculous unbelievable videos from people fighting shooting on live trying to take out somebody trying to set somebody up by pouring water on them while they sleep now we all seen some crazy 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 shit on tiktok and instagram and twitter and facebook uh all other so all other social media platforms that are out there okay i've seen some shit to the point that i had to save it and watch it for later and show it to people and like what the fuck like what like <laughs> this one right here i think this one is one of those uh one of those videos <laughs> That kind of took the cake and it's making me curious of how northern people can be at some point. But let me go ahead and uh, tell you what the hell I'm talking about. Now, when it comes to role playing, yes, I am talking about this, but this is not a bedroom boom session, okay? When it comes to role playing, you want to keep it private and keep it safe. Especially if you are having the most elegant wedding ever. Now, this video that I've seen on TikTok, it basically shows this bride, a white bride at that. Now, this took place in Tennessee. Must be a small town of Tennessee. Shout out to Tennessee, which is my upstairs neighbor and i'm like below them which is i'm from mississippi and memphis is like two hours from the the, the small hick country towns where i'm at but anywho now 
this video shows this white woman who is so happy of getting married to her lover, her hubby, her her one and true soulmate. Now we all love a wedding. Everybody loves a wedding. I never been married, so I really don't know what it's like to be married. I know it could be overwhelmed and whimsical at some point for those that has been married and reliving those moments. But for me, ain't no telling when that will happen. But I could say I'll be doing a whole lot of crying, a whole lot of drinking, and a whole lot of smoking at my wedding reception. Anywho, she is, you know, at the wedding reception. Her hubby, who is a black man, he's there. Now, I'm looking at the video. I'm trying to see what makes this video so controversial. Because I see a white woman and a black man, Tennessee, uh, Ku Klux Klan. Yeah, I mean, it could go neck to neck. But, you know, interracial relationships, marriages don't bother me. I mean, my mother was married to a white man, which is my baby brother's and belated baby sister's uh, father. I, myself, have a... I have like two baby daddies who are from two different parts of the world and I've been into interracial relationships so I could say you know love has no color okay like if you in love with somebody who is from Pakistan or Istanbul or uh, from Australia North Dakota, Brazil, um, Chile, um, Dominican Republic, whatever, wherever you are, wherever you from, whatever your nationality is. If you love that person, not just because of their skin complexion, but their personality and mind frame and how they stood up for themselves, you're going to find yourself in a most unbelievable, happily ever after type of marriage with your significant other therefore you guys are soulmates but with this one it got a lot of people talking i've read the comments on tiktok and oh my fucking god man <laughs> man when i tell you these people <laughs> these people are I don't know. They, they got to be some teenagers, some grown ass young adults talking about this shit. Because when I read the comment, I ain't watched the video. I read the comment first. The comment kills me. One comment said it's like a get out persona type of wedding reception. And I'm not going to lie. When I read that, I was like, let me play this video. I played the video. This woman got her husband on the leash. I'm talking about dog leash. Chain and all. <laughs> and he's black. Mind you, this woman is white. She's a white bride. And you got a black groomsman. A black groomsman down on his knees. Acting like a dog. You know, when the bride sits down and the uh, groom has to go up under his dress or at least pull her leg out to get the, the sexy little strap that be on the thigh, kind of like a little striptease moment if you was in the bedroom type of uh, thingy, which kind of look like one of them headbands that you put on a newborn baby. Yeah, 
she got him on a leash and then they got a little kid up in there who is literally watching this man it, it looked like the man was eating her out for one on tiktok and the little kid looking very you know concerned like what the hell is going on <laughs> man i seen that i said what the fuck what the fuck what really like okay there are some things you can do. I've seen every social media weddings, how they do things differently, whether it's from the same culture or different culture or multicultural. Now, you got some wedding receptions that have the bride mate, the bride and the bridesmaid and the groomsmen and the groom um do rehearsal like dancing rehearsal surprising uh special effects or whatever the case may be you know i'm saying that because you know wedding reception started becoming more and more like after party clubs that just became a venue of a celebration but this couple right here they took it up a notch it, it looked like it's hardly anybody there like I said, I got a kid up in there. This black man all up in the, You know what? I'm just going to say it like this here. If he like it, he love it. That's what he wants. That's what he gets. If he wants to be a slave to his white wife. If he wants to be a dog to his wife. Now, they said that they were doing a recreation of a movie from back in the 1980s. Now, I don't know what movie that is, but it must have been a porn movie. <laughs> now, I, I, I'm just, if you had to see my face right now, I'm, I'm literally holding a blunt and I'm hitting this motherfucker as I'm thinking about this damn video. But I'm going to get off this topic because right now I want to get onto something that is so serious to the point where it needs to be talked about. I feel like this last segment needs to be talking about because this is something that everybody deals with on a daily basis. And I know I did when I was going to school. I'm talking about bullying, y'all. Yes, I am getting into that deeper subject. When it comes to bullying, people don't know how to react to that because they trying to figure out what makes this person pick on me what makes this person talk about me what really have them attacking me when i am not the enemy of you i'm just trying to be your friend to the end when bully gets a bit over and I mean way over the fact that this person wants you out like this person just wants you from he, that person just want to erase you from the existence of the earth that's when you need that's when people need to start paying attention to the person that is doing the bullying not 
the person that is being bullied. Now you can pay attention to the person that has been bullied because a lot of people would keep their mouth shut. You got a lot of them that will be quiet, that would not say nothing. They take their anger and frustrations out on the wrong people for the wrong damn reasons. And it's mostly happening with younger kids in this generation, especially teenagers. Teenagers are just going off the fucking hook when it comes to bullying. And it doesn't make any damn sense to me. Now, the reason why I'm on this subject is because the article that has been popping up on my phone frequently for the past two to three days, damn near five, almost a week, is this 16-year-old girl got stabbed. Now, if you heard of this story from the news or if you read about it on Facebook which I myself can say it is here and this is a public announcement please do not believe everything that Facebook put on there because Facebook tend to exaggerate certain stories yet majority of the stories you don't want to believe something that Facebook put on there to the point where you have to read it to believe it and it's a bunch of BS. That's why you have to dig deeper into the sources. I get this app called Smart News. Now, Smart News is this app that I've been reading ever since I had my first Android uh, phone. That's when Google decided to merge with other uh, companies and competitors to where they all can have equal share of not just money, but uh, advertising. Smart News is that app where I can just go click on it read it see what i've missed out and it gives me the update of everything that's been going on from breaking news to something simple to updates uh concert it even does horoscope for me i even i even pick out like the celebrities the topics all of that now when you when i went on smart news and i read about this it kept popping up from every major website, from People to The Sun News to uh, NBC to MSNBC to ABC. It was like known. And it's starting to be more disturbing for the simple fact that you have a innocent 16-year-old girl. This 16-year-old girl just had a birthday three weeks ago. Just made cheerleader at her school now they had a homecoming parade or some something like that this girl got stabbed with a knife during the parade session mind you it's a lot of people outside cops too this person managed to stab this 16 year old girl and she didn't make it but her friend who also got stabbed is in critical condition and that's what I read the person who stabbed this 16 year old girl now when I first read about it they didn't give out no details after that until like a couple of days later I'm thinking maybe she is the bully because you know I grew up where if you're a cheerleader or majorette uh head person or if you are like a quarterback or something like that and you see someone that has something that you don't have 
you tend to bully them for the pleasure of it and you do this to hide your secret your uh emotional status as far as your well-being and then some now come to find out this 16 year old is not the aggressor the aggressor is a 15 year old girl who been bullying this 16 year old constantly and she just woke up and decided to stab this girl what's even more heartbreaking is the fact that the mother of this 16 year old said where is this girl at i want her to stab me too because i am nothing without my daughter the fact that she died and it's fucking sad when a parent wants their life to be taken away because their child's life being taken away by the bully aggressive ass person who may be suffering from mental health issues who probably was abused at home and not being looked at who being ignored by a bunch of teachers and other adults at the school including the counselor who basically just not even noticing the bullying they probably noticing the bullying and decided to leave that shit alone because it's not their point it's not part of their medical not medical field but part of their professional teaching field not to interfere but when you have something like this happening a 16 year old getting stabbed by a 15 year old bully who been bullying her constantly and nobody ain't doing nothing about it you know what that shit is fucking sad bro i don't give a fuck how anybody else see that shit that shit is fucking sad where were the girl's parents first off they need to go to the girl's parents and see why did she automatically decided to get a knife and stab this girl or what made her go i just want to know what made you made this girl go way overboard to stab this girl after her 16th birthday after she made cheerleading like girl really like the 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 bullying is 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 being way it's 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 getting out of hand y'all we got younger kids committing suicide because they're being bullied by kids because teachers are not doing nothing and they don't want to do nothing they don't want to do a damn thing they want to get paid and get these bonuses but what about saving a student life when i was going to school if anybody get bullied, they go straight to the teacher or the principal or they call the cops or they call their parents while their parents call the cops. And you know what happened? That bully either going to get punished, get suspended or get kicked out of school or go to jail depending on the severity of it. Now, if that bully mess with somebody who hasn't been messed with them, that bully get beaten up by a bunch of other people from my point of view but we living in a different world and a different set of mind frame to where a person who gets bullied is basically a random person and no one never never talks about it no one i talk to the bullying to my daughter and my son and I tell my kids, if somebody mess with you, tell the teacher. Teacher don't do nothing about it, tell the nurse. Nurse don't do nothing about it, tell the principal. Principal don't do nothing about it. You handle it in your own way. 
to the point where I would have to come to the school and I would bring to their attention. And I'm not condoning violence as a way to resolve the bullying issue, but it's the only way to let that person know like, hey, you're not going to fuck with me. You need to leave me the fuck alone. Let me live my life and go find somebody else for your depressive ass mood swings or your mind frame that is not so right because you're suffering from some type of mental disorder or you're going through a midlife crisis or your jealousy has become so enraged that you decided to go and hurt somebody and take somebody's life because you feel like they are a threat to you. And that's what I think the main reason why people bully other people. This is an epilogue that I am going to speak of. From the passing of a comedian to people want to get rainbow tattoos when you are marrying someone who is dedicated to be the person of your dream and you willing to do anything even if it's something ridiculous just understand that at the end of the day when somebody gets bullied you have to pay close attention to the situation as to why because the people who get bullied doesn't talk a lot they keep things to themselves and it's the reason why silence is the only killing factor of a human being we tend to be afraid to speak up to people and that's only because the aggressor, a.k.a. the bully, a.k.a. the hater, a.k.a. the um, the, the no-good-having-ass person wants to defame you and make you feel very uncomfortable yet makes you less of a person by picking on you, by being nosy, by being all up in your business, by trying to figure out how your life is, stalking you through Facebook just to see if you're going to fuck up and get into a car accident or get into a fight with somebody or they message you just to be friend with you and next thing you know they set you up and you won't know shit about it until it's too late now your personal business is not only in the city but all over social media the videos and all of that but what people don't understand is when things are taken a bit too far it's not just the person that is getting bullied and want to turn to drugs or commit suicide because of this person doesn't want to stop. It's the person that is bullying the other human being because they are some cold-hearted, selfish-ass people. I'm sorry if, if I'm talking about bullies like that, but it's the damn truth. If you are the type of person that is messy to where you have to pick on somebody, you have no soul, you have no heart, you have no kind of guidance as to change for yourself for the better and not for the worse. For those that felt like being messy and two-faced is another way of calling somebody a bully, how about a person that likes to be all up in your business? 
How about the person that wants you to go out with them to see what you would do if you were drunk or how you react if you was high or try to see if you take any type of drugs and stuff so they can talk about you towards people that doesn't pay attention to them. But when they open their mouth and say a name of a person that they ain't seen in a long time, guess what? They ain't gonna wanna pay attention to them because they got you where they want you to be in their possession. Now, when it comes to a person that says no to the aggressor, that's when shit gets out of hand. I feel like if you are jealous because this individual has everything that you don't have or look better than you or keeping themselves up or having the ability to have that self-confidence way up here like high up here like bad bitch status up here and you trying to take them out that is not a mental health issue that is a jealousy envy conspicuous as attitude that you have for those that survived the bullying like I did Y'all keep doing what y'all doing. And don't let nobody tell you what, when, where, why, and how you should be just because they don't like how you are now. Fuck those damn people and live your fucking life. Now, for those that are suffering for bullying, for those that is in the process or see someone bullying to the point that they want to commit suicide because the bullying hasn't stopped and no one ain't doing a damn thing about it find a resolution to resolve the issue if that person doesn't want to resolve nothing and they just being an incompetent asshole to where they have to be a bully because they trying to impress other people that don't give two fucks about them just walk the fuck away and go on with your life and don't worry about them people I did it I ain't worried about no motherfucking body. And the people that used to bully me, they are on my friends list. They are looking through my pictures, reading my posts, trying to see how my life is. And you know what I just tell them? Not a damn thing. I want you to look at my life. I want you to see what type of person I am. I want you to understand that all the bullshit that I went through from people or a certain particular person said something about me that is not true to the point that other people started to targeting me because of that person or that person doesn't like me and they just want to use me as a prime example of being beaten up all the damn time. Go ahead, look through my pictures, see how I'm living because at the end of the day, I am alive and I am breathing. And I don't need nobody else's point of view to tell me how to live my motherfucking life because only God writes my story. Nobody else does. I hope you guys have a wonderful evening. It is 101 a.m. April the 15th, 2022. On next week episode, I can't tell you. You will have to sit, wait, and listen when I post my stuff 
you will be hearing more of this plus then some oh and i will give you guys an update about that football that is about to happen over the weekend the usfl game it will be the first time since 1960 or so in between that since they premiere their football game so like i said the usfl game will be started this saturday check your local listenings on fox from the east to the west to the north and south for those who are a football fan check that out check out fox listen I want you guys to have a wonderful Easter weekend, Easter holiday, and Easter Sunday and Monday. My kids are out of school, (laughs) and I am going to enjoy my Easter Sunday. Like I said, you can find me on my social media status. Uh, My Instagram name is Aquana Overton or Aquana O. I also have a Twitter. My Twitter is A O. V as in Victor E R T number one. And this is catching up with Aquana. I will be seeing you guys later. There will be a video upload pretty soon. I am working on it. You guys have a safe and wonderful Easter. And I will be here giving you guys all the information. And giving you guys my opinion y'all take it easy out there happy easter y'all